Hello, and welcome to the Ground and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Estenson-Williams. I'm a Minnesota-based marriage and family therapist, yoga teacher, and I create mental health content to help you ground and grow. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello. So in today's episode, I am going to be talking about adulting and a question that has been popping up in my mind with some recent transitions, which is, am I adult enough to do this? Uh, I think this is a common experience to feel, even if we are factually adults, right? We are the age that adults are. Uh, We can feel like we are not doing the whole adulting thing right. And part of this is because we were kind of told a lie about what adulting is. So as we were growing up, we might not have seen that it's normal to struggle with kind of the everyday adult things that we need to do. It seems like nowadays things are changing a little bit where we are normalizing these struggles and talking about things a little bit more and allowing permission to be human and be imperfect. But that's a pretty new development and it's not fully there yet. And it certainly hasn't been there yet um, over several years, especially when all of us, whoever you are listening, uh, was was growing up. And we maybe saw our parents or other adults that we know and trust navigate life in a way that seemed pretty smooth. I know this, of course, wasn't everyone's experience, but some of us saw adults or even adults in the media or in TV shows or whatnot, teachers, things like that, uh, where it seems like, okay, once you're an adult, you're going to have all your things together. You're going to be able to work your job, pay your bills, get a beautiful house, have whatever kind of family you want. These things are going to be smooth. And we didn't even think about like all of the other challenges, such as knowing when and how to pay your bills or knowing like what kind of utilities you need to set up or how to do your taxes or things like that. Uh, we probably weren't taught those growing up, which is a bit of a flaw in the system, I think. And we certainly weren't aware that they were challenging. And because they weren't really discussed, there wasn't space held for them, we maybe thought all of the other adults in our world could navigate those pretty easily, pretty smoothly. And part of this is because society likes to put out some high expectations for us, and it has historically left adults humans feeling like they need to pretend they have everything together because that's how you are a quote-unquote good person that's how you're doing it right and so growing up we bought into that belief too that to be doing it right these things should feel smooth we shouldn't struggle with these everyday things that everyone has to do if everyone needs to do them why is it so hard if I'm struggling with this so Now we're kind of starting to normalize this a little bit more, thus the term that we probably all know, adulting, um, which is kind of this funny phrase where we all get to say adulting is actually kind of hard. And in a joking way, I think as a society, we do a nice job at normalizing it, um, being like, oh, adulting is hard, getting up for work and doing your job 40 hours a week is hard. 
Um, knowing what utilities and bills to pay is hard. Doing your taxes is hard. I think we can jokingly acknowledge those, but maybe we don't authentically sit and normalize that so much. And that's something I hope we do a bit more. I think, you know, obviously I'm a therapist and with my clients, we hold space for that a lot. So it's kind of a normal part of conversations that I might have. But if you're not a therapist, you might not be having those conversations. Um, Or there might be other adults around you that do a really good job at putting on the disguise that they've got it all together. And so here I want to normalize like these things are hard. Our system is not set up for us to actually succeed in. Uh, There are lots of broken systems. The workplace system is broken. Healthcare is broken. There's a lot of systems that we're navigating that are kind of impossible to navigate. So of course we're struggling through it. I'm struggling through it. Every um, adult that I've had genuine conversations around this is struggling through it. So I can at least say from that experience, it seems like we're all struggling through it. Um, There might be some things that are easier for some and some things that are harder for others. There's some variation there, but I think it's hard for most of us. And I'm going to share a couple examples um, in my recent life that uh, this like adulting, like this adulting imposter syndrome in a way kind of leaves me with this question of like, am I adult enough for this? Am I grown up enough? Am I old enough to be doing this? Um, so if you've listened to some recent podcast episodes or on my Instagram or whatnot, you'll know that I am expanding my practice a little bit and I'm also adding in more childcare for my kiddo. And both of these are transitions are kind of happening at the same time. And so one thing that I've been doing at the same time is interviewing people, interviewing people to be uh, a therapist on my team, as well as interviewing nannies, because that's the route of childcare we decided to go with. And surprisingly enough, interviewing nannies and figuring out that was, <laughs> it brought up more adulting fears than the interviews that I had to do with expanding my practice. Don't get me wrong, there's been a fair share of imposter syndrome showing up with my practice. Um, But for one reason or another, I I think I have an easier time challenging imposter syndrome and grounding into things in my professional life than my personal life. Maybe that says something about me, I don't know. But it has interviewing nannies and and having conversations with potential nannies has brought up some of my own imposter syndrome and anxiety about like, am I grown up enough to be doing this? And I think part of it is because I remember when I was in college and I did some babysitting on the side with my other part-time job in college. And I remember when I was being interviewed to babysit, I'd babysat a lot of you know, my younger years in high school and stuff too, but those were usually with uh, neighbors that I knew or different pieces. So college was kind of the first time that I um, was an interviewee to be a babysitter. And I remember, you know, connecting with parents and 
meeting them at their house and them asking me, you know, some questions and seeing how I fit in with their kiddo and all of that stuff. And of course, at that time, I was so nervous because I would always get nervous at any kind of interview. Um, of course, they went fine. All of the families that I met with were wonderful and lovely and, and things worked out really well. I had some great babysitting experiences in college. Um, but now being the adult, the parent, reaching out to potential nannies and connecting with them, I was like, whoa, I'm not, I'm not adult enough. Um, I remember when I was being interviewed and I can't possibly be as adult as those people were. And it's kind of funny because looking back, I probably am about the same age as those uh, humans because they were younger kiddos. Um, I was probably around the same ages as them, around as much of an adult factually. Yet I felt like, ooh, like, can I, can I really be hiring someone to watch my kid? When the logical answer is, of course, if you have a kid, you are, of course, adult enough to figure out your childcare situation. Um, but I felt some imposter syndrome. I noticed so much anxiety when there were a couple of nannies that I met with to interview um, and felt so much anxiety about wanting to come off in a good way, about wanting to seem adult enough to be doing this and and wanting to just seem like we had a nice home and a, a good environment to nanny in and all of that stuff. And so for me, I think when I am challenging my adulting fears is, is kind of similar to how I challenge my imposter syndrome, which is first identifying what am I feeling? Holding space to like validate the emotions, right? The the thoughts might not be factual, but some of the emotions are, right? So I was feeling anxious. I was feeling nervous. Um, that Those are valid feelings to show up there. And then I have to identify what thoughts are coming up, right? So the thoughts that are saying, I'm not adult enough for this, or um, I'm not going to come off in a way that anyone would want to work for us or anything like that. Those thoughts weren't very factual. They were kind of coming from this anxiety. But if I pause and sit with like, okay, what are the values or like what messages here might actually be helpful? What's coming up as important? And that more so was, hey, I I do want to make sure whoever decides to work with us feels really comfortable working with us. Um, I, of course, want to come off as kind and compassionate um, so that, you know, it, it is a comfortable work environment because I want them to feel comfortable. I also want to be able to ask important questions that help me assess if it would feel like a good fit for, for me and for our family. So there were some really valid things that popped up that I maybe was feeling a bit anxious about. And if I connect that anxiety to like the values and the things that are actually important to me, then I can actually do something with it, right? So the thought, I'm not adult enough for this, I can't really do anything with that. It's not a logical thought. It is not a helpful thought. And there's nothing I can change about that. But coming back to, hey, I want to make sure someone feels really comfortable and I want to ask important questions so that we can both assess if this is going to be a good fit going forwards. 
that I can do something about. So I can mentally kind of prepare. What questions do I want to ask? Um, I can be intentional about uh, coming off as kind and, um, you know, doing what's in my power to make it a comfortable interview experience for them as well. So there are things that I can do with what I might actually be feeling anxious about. I'm not actually feeling anxious about am I adult enough or not? Because that's not a logical thought. Um, That's where my self-criticism is going. That's where self-doubt is going. But the actual thing that I'm feeling anxious about is wanting this to go well and wanting to find the best, you know, childcare provider for my kiddo. So those are things that I can do something with. So next time you are noticing some of this adulting fear or feeling like you're an imposter adult, Um, I invite you to pause and check in. Explore what feelings are showing up. Explore what thoughts are showing up. Validate the feelings. All feelings are valid, even if they're connected to some invalid statements or thoughts. The feelings are valid. It's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. Validate the feelings. Hold space for them. Then check in what thoughts are showing up. When you can identify some thoughts that aren't maybe rooted in fact, or maybe they're just not helpful, we can challenge those. We can shift towards, wait, what statements might actually be important to explore? What things are important to me that I want to be intentional about? Um, And what might be some like compassionate statements that I can bring in? So for example, For me in this, it was, oh, hey, like I am being really intentional about trying to make sure this is a comfortable environment to someone. And that alone probably makes me um, someone that people might enjoy working for, right? Because I am thinking about that. So I can feel confident in that. Um, I can feel confident in the amount of vetting that I've done with someone and in our conversations online before meeting them, right? I can feel like, yeah, I'm making the best judgment of character that I can so far. And now we'll, we'll see how the other pieces fit in. So we can bring some compassion and confidence in the things that we're doing. And we can also give ourselves permission to be imperfect. So whatever it is that you're having fears about in the adulting realm, you don't have to do it perfectly. It might be your first time doing something or um, something that you're learning a skill in. And so, of course, you don't have to be perfect in it. And even down the road, even if you've done it a million times, you still don't have to be perfect in it. You can always come back and be intentional with something, but you don't have to be perfect. Being a functional adult does not mean we are being perfect. In fact, what might it be like if all of us adults collectively could normalize that navigating all of the systems in our world, it's challenging. It's challenging stuff and it makes sense that we struggle and it's okay that we struggle and we don't have to be perfect. We can make mistakes and we can come back and be intentional and mindful when we try them again. I think the world might be a better place if we did that. So whenever I'm struggling giving myself permission to be flexible with myself, I can kind of pause and be like, okay, but would this be something that I think would make the world a better place if we all did? If the answer is yes, then goodness, you've got permission to do it too. And it's a lovely thing to do. So those are some of my thoughts on adulting, some of my recent experiences. And I 
I hope it was helpful or at least normalizing in how hard it is to be an adult because it, it certainly can be. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I referenced any links in this episode, you can find them below in the show notes. If you like the Ground and Grow podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review from wherever you're listening so that others can find us too. If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes are coming out, you can subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at Kayla Estenson Wellness for all updates. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.